Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Alicia. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Y'all know she's sick, so I just want to play for the record. Um, Mr. Franklin, it was not I that asked Tony to come on the radio. She did it all by herself. Mm-hmm, I'm telling. <laughs> oh, you got it on record. She got it on record, but I couldn't let you do two nights alone, girl. You know, we're we're team here. I have to come in and try to show up and just do a little bit just to help you out on the show tonight. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We got a we got a great show. We got a great show tonight. Last night was everything, y'all. If y'all are missing it, did y- child, did y'all hear Nika Michelle is giving out free books. Now if you wanna know how to get the free book, you're gonna have to go back to our archives and listen to her show. Her interview last night. You can check her archives here on blogtalk.com. You can go on any podcast app. Just pull up Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Miss Felicia. Or you can go on iTunes, child. But yes, and she ain't giving away no ebooks. She's giving away paperbacks. Oh, awesome. Right. That's you know, a giveaway. Michelle is a beauty. I, that's a great. Man, I bet. That's Let me giveaway. go check out the archives. Let me get a free book. <laughs> okay. That's a giveaway. They get a paperback. Y'all better go over there and get y'all books. So we had a great night last night. We had the fabulous author, um, model, and now designer, Tammy Capri. She was on as well Mm -hmm. as a great treat because we got to talk to one of the original members of the group intro. So we talked to uh, Buddy Wick on last Mm -hmm. night. It was awesome. And so, you know, we're going to have intro all night so y'all might be like, what kind of music? We playing intro child. <laughs> but make uh-huh. sure y'all go back and check our archives. He went all the way back. He gave us history, uh-huh. 
He gave us group history. He gave us industry history. He gave us tea child. Mm-hmm. We got some. Mm. Yes. Uh, he told us how he ended up on uh, What's the Four, how intro ended up on What's the 411 album with Mary J. Blige. I mean, he took it all the way back. So make sure y'all go mm-hmm. back and check out those archives because he, he was only supposed to be on here for 30 minutes, y'all. We I had him for 45 minutes plus. Let me see. Mm. It was awesome. Yes, it was everything. It was everything. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate him coming on the show. He's going to come back on the show. Um, I want to say September. I got to give him a date because he's going to be doing, they're doing some shows here and there, but he's going to bring Mr. Cheeks with him. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that, uh, that we're going to oh. have that experience. Yes. And because they have, this is their 25th anniversary, they have a 25th anniversary album coming out. And so he talked mm-hmm. about that as well. I'm telling y'all, tell y'all got to go check out them archives and get all that dirt and, and all the good stuff that's going to be <laughs> happening. And once you get that, I want you to go back and check out all of our other archives. Can you believe, T, this, is, this show today is our 192nd show. We're almost at 200 wow. episodes. Absolutely. So make sure y'all go check out and see what Let's Chat has to offer. We've had some everyone on, and we appreciate everybody um, that has come on from Keith Robinson to Miss Tony's boss to all of the authors. I'm just excited uh-huh. uh, for what we has to come for Let's Chat. If you are in the uh, Atlanta area on next month, Make sure y'all come out. There's, Atlanta is going to be popping. It's going to be the literary place to be. Let me tell y'all, it's mm-hmm. two big literary events. Every author you can think about that you don't see on a regular basis will be in Atlanta June 8th through the 11th. I'm telling y'all. Ashley and Jaquavis will be in town. Victoria Christopher Murray will be in town. Um, who am I missing? There's so many people. It's like... It's going to be author central. So if you have your favorite author, Jerome uh, Jerome Dickey, if you have your favorite uh-huh. author you don't see all the time, let me tell you all, check out Tamika Newhouse. Check out her Facebook because she posts everything. I try to share everything she posts. That's for the AANBC Awards. And she always uh-huh. has small events that lead up to her big event. So it's always going to be an opportunity for you to get books. It's always going to be an opportunity if you're an author to mix and mingle. The opportunity is always there for you as an author to meet readers, introduce yourself, get connected. Networking is is out is one of the best ways you can push your brand in any industry. And then you also mm-hmm. have to check out um, Monique Hall's page, who is the CEO of MBP Publishing, and they have an event, um, an author event. On that same weekend, that's why I said every author that you can think of is going to be in town in June. Mm-hmm. It's going to be mm-hmm. so dynamic because she has multiple events. She's opening a, a new bookstore, which is going to be at Stonecrest Mall. I'll make sure I drop mm-hmm. a link because it's going to be a book event there. And that's going to be on um, the 9th as well. But mm-hmm. it's on 12th from 12 to 6. So she's going to uh-huh. have um, featured guests. Now, this is at the event. Okay, so the event for her um, African-American, what does she call it? The African-American, 
I got to get the name. Book Explosion or something like that. Yeah, book I'm trying explosion. to look for it myself, uh-huh. too. You're going to have Ian Joy, Eric Jerome Dickey, Zane in the building, Anthony Dalton, Portia Sterling, Leo Sullivan, Miss Michelle Moore, Blacktop, Brian W. Smith, ourselves. Let's chat. We will be there on a Fripton panel with Alana Bay. I'm so excited. Um, mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, she's actually on WeTV on cable, so make sure you guys come out and support your girls. Absolutely. Alphadeek Banks is going to be in the building. Y'all know he he never. I, I've never seen him at any events. So he's coming through from Jersey. And so this mm-hmm. is going to be a big event because at the AANBC Awards, I believe they're going to have um, – she made an announcement. I'm going to get that information. Mm-hmm. Because they are having from, um, I want to look it up because it's, it's, I want to make sure I get it right because it's, it's going to be big. Okay. They both, I'm just telling y'all, just make sure y'all get y'all tickets and be here. I don't care how y'all get here, <laughs> just make sure y'all get here that weekend in June. Bring paper. So y'all can get your autographs, bring books, bring a prepaid credit card so you know, because if you're anything like me, you don't know how to spend when it comes to books, and then you have to go to the store um, like I had to do in New York and last year in, in, in essence, and um, I had to turn around and buy an extra suitcase just to ship my books back. So if you're anything like me, bring a me out every time you do that, Leisha. Bring a prepaid credit card. Let me tell y'all, child, because it's going down. You're going to have you're going to have your fill of books um, at the AANBC mm-hmm. Award. Okay, so you know Roxanne Chante. They're going to be honoring her. They're going to be honoring Ashley and Jaquavis. They're going to be honoring Angie Stone. They're going to be honoring Wahida Clark, and it's going to be hosted by Ed Lover. Let me tell y'all, y'all got to be in the building that's the black writers weekend you got to mm-hmm. be in the building june 9th mm-hmm. aanbc awards nbt publishing is going down so if you're a reader atlanta is where you need to be i don't know how you're going to mm-hmm. get here but you got to get here make sure um that you are here because it is going Absolutely. down that weekend and i'm excited at first you know everybody's like oh they're gonna have two events but i'm like dude Every author that you can think of that we don't see on a regular basis, if they're not going to be at those events, they're going to be eating somewhere, y'all. Child, you're going to be eating. If somebody's going to walk in, you better stay ready. I'm telling y'all, y'all got to be here. That's so true. That's so true. Alicia and I are so, so humbled and appreciative that she and I have been invited to participate in these two events. So we're going to be two busy ladies going between the two events. We're going to be on a panel Make sure you come out and support and just enjoy the atmosphere of being in the in the excuse me, in the presence of presence great literature. Absolutely. And we're gonna be talking on our panel we'll be talking about the business of radio broadcasting and blogging. Um and the role it plays in the industry. 
And I think that radio broadcasting and blogging plays a role in every industry because if you didn't have the news, if you didn't have CNN, if you didn't have the radio, if you didn't have the breakfast club, if you didn't have less chat, a lot of stuff we wouldn't get, a lot of stuff we wouldn't be able to talk about, a lot of things we wouldn't be able to experience and understand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like word mm-hmm. of mouth. That's how word of mouth flies. It, it really is. That's how word of mouth is created. And so make sure y'all come out, support your girls, come out, get you some books, have a great time in literature, because y'all know we are all for celebrating literature the royal way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And for those that are just joining us that may not be familiar with what Lisa and I do here on this chat, and uh, just to, to mimic on what Lisa said, we do celebrate literature the royal way, but not just literature, all walks of life. They have come through the doors of the chat. Our archives are so rich with so many awesome guests, and we have a repeat guest tonight, Mr. Peter Mack. You know, he comes and brings his Mack into the chat room. So he's been on the show a number of times. So make sure you hit those archives. And we just love celebrating everything up close and personal, and we get to hear the passion behind what it is they do. You never know what's going to come from show to show. We just hope you guys enjoy it as much as Leisha and I do, and we so appreciate everybody for tuning in each and every week. We thank you. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you said that because as readers, you get to experience the passion in the authors when you read their work. When you read it, mm-hmm. if, if it's a good pen, you can feel and flow with it. You can feel everything that they're trying to get you to feel and express to you, all the ups and downs of the characters, ins and outs. If it's a fiction, nonfiction, you get to experience their their passion um, and their mm-hmm. experiences and, and how it made them feel when they experience these things in their life. So whether you read nonfiction, whether you read fiction, being a reader is a great thing. And so I'm so excited mm-hmm. because uh, next month we have two great shows next month. So tonight we're on with Peter Mack. We're talking about who's the Mack. We're going to learn everything about the fabulous Peter Mack. He has a new book that is dropping. He is one of the most passionate people about his pen. He is always writing. He is always for the readers. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to bring in the fabulous Peter Mack. We're going to hit, you with, hit y'all with some intro. Yes, we're going to be playing intro for the next three weeks because we're so excited <laughs> that we had Buddy on the show. If y'all missed the interview last night, make sure y'all check our archives out and uh, check his interview out.
cut it short because, you know, back in the day when they gave us good music, can I get an amen mm-hmm. on the good music? You got amen, music. amen. Six minutes, eight minutes, it was music. Now, it's, I don't know, you know, but I'm excited that uh, this week has been a great week here on Let's Chat. This is our 192nd show. Uh, we tapping on that 200 show uh, fast and furious, and so I'm excited all the things that we have planned for Let's Chat, all the things we're going to be able to experience, and now we have the Mac up in the house. What's going on, Peter? Alicia, Trina, girl, let me tell you. What you got going on in your creative kitchen? Oh, man. Well, first of all, um, thank you for having me, and I appreciate um, you reaching out to me, uh, Alicia. Uh, it's always a pleasure to get with y'all. Congratulations on your 100 and, is it 82, you said? 92, 92. 92nd show. <laughs> and in no time, what y'all going to do for that 200? I mean, does, what, what, does the budget increase? What's going on? Ty, oh, I'm, I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get <laughs> Keith Robinson back. He's, he's, he got some things going on, but I'm trying to get all our favorite people on. <laughs> <laughs> really? <But> I wish. <laughs> That's kind of hot. I'm glad I'm a part of that tradition and that legacy because, like you say, they can look look at the archives and and pick a uh, you know a different subject matter and and listen to what your people have to say. I know every time um, I want to know about somebody, I tune in to to get a gist of what they're doing. And um, you know, I've been on several shows, and you know, it's always it's always cool to come back to y'all and, and chop it up a little bit. I like y'all. <laughs> oh, Peter, you you stay writing, your pen stays working. So tell us mm-hmm. what, what you got for us, Rita. Um, well, you know, um, Sarah's dream just dropped. Uh, I love the reception that we got that we 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 got for Sarah's dream and the people who read it, um, when they come back with the questions about what's true and not true. So, um, you know, I answer their questions privately. And we can move into that, but uh, Sarah's Dream is a treat for those those readers who know me and who have read like my earlier novels and 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 and, and know my associations and my affiliations and where I come from. So that's what Sarah's Sarah's Dream did for for me. So that was really mm-hmm. nice. Mhm. Wow. Now, now, Peter, this is go, go ahead, Kayla. Now, I was going to say, um, once again, thank you so much. You know, we always enjoy when you come to the chat room. But that's the one thing that's beautiful about Peter's book. It's like when you pick up a new book, it's like you're coming back into a family. You know, you always, you don't know what to expect, which is true to most families. You don't know what to expect Mm -hmm. when you crack the spine Mm -hmm. of a book. But it's always Mm -hmm. a joy when you dive into it and just get re-familiarized with some new, uh, with some old friends and establish relationships with new ones as well. Right, right, yeah. Um, Stone Sweetwater, I mean, you know, you love Brock James. He's in mm-hmm. Sarah's Dream. But people like Stone Sweetwater is running a, like a tight for the younger audience. You know what I mean? Like he's the younger mm-hmm. guy. He's fly. He's in the streets. So my next uh, novel, which is which I am putting in, I'm trying to get into my deal with this publisher that I spoke on on Facebook. Uh, we can get into that later. But uh, it revisits the Sweetwater family. Before Stone Sweetwater owned this apartment complex, we talked about him and Brenda. Uh, before he was established, we see him, uh, we introduced to him and his family 
who are, uh, you know, and Stone was hitting licks. You know, he taping up people and, and, and robbing them for what they got. So you see Stone in his grimiest, but he's still a gentleman. He is still the man mm-hmm. that ladies have come to to love. But you, you do mm-hmm. get, to get to see that hood side of him before he got that chest full of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stone has become one of my favorites. Uh, he like that thug love, you know, that that. That gentleman, but he can bring out that thug in any minute. Yeah, <laughs> at least you gotta yeah, get, yeah. you gotta get him. At least you gotta get on the stone tip now. You gotta get on the stone tip. <laughs> <laughs> now for no, all you guys that's tuning in, everybody gotta have a book bag. Everybody got a man character that's a man in a book. If you don't have one, you're reading the wrong series. Hit my inbox and I'll hook you up with some series now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but the cool thing about this book is that, again, it returns to the origins of it all, um, and it features some, some other characters that you know, like Milo is in there and, you know, a dim slide through. But you get this book, it has a feature character in here. Uh, everyone's successful. The brother is successful. He owns a successful 21, Century 21 office. The sister is successful. She uh, runs a uh, Whole Foods, wholesome, like, food outlet, the sandwich shop. But they all got their mm-hmm. demons. They all lying, you know. Uh, the Marcus has an addiction to, to to strippers and has a secret loan company and a hideaway that, uh, you know, he's burying a body in the backyard and going to church on Sunday, you know. And, and Lillian mm-hmm. is married to a, a successful sports agent who's living on the down low, and she becomes pregnant by this guy, and she doesn't find out mm-hmm. everything until the very end. So, but Stone is in the middle of all this, and Stone comes to the rescue of everybody. And, it, you know, we, mm-hmm. we get to explore hypocrisy within the black community, hypocrisy within families. And just that it's just a real novel with a real family, uh, with the matriarch, uh, Mabel Sweetwater, at the head of it all. And uh, it mm-hmm. ends in a nice church scene. So, you know, it, it's a family book. It's, it's, it's something for everybody, I believe. Okay, mm-hmm. so you touched a little Christian fiction in there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I always keep verses in my stuff. I love, you know, I love, uh, you know, I love the scriptures. So any way I can put the scriptures in there, whether it's, you know, Messiah's love, joy being a crook or, you know, or, you know, it, whatever I can put a preacher in there, whether he's crook or good, I'm going to put him in there because I want to put the word <laughs> out. <laughs> now, and I love you how you always about... put it in there. Huh? Okay, now, I was going to ask, have you ever thought about writing uh, all the way Christian fiction? I don't know. I don't know what these things are. <laughs> like, <laughs> how much how much church life do I have to include in the novel? Like, is there a percentage? Because I don't, I don't people, even think you necessarily you know, have to add church life. Yeah, yeah. Can day. I change the cover of my existing books and call it a, a church novel? I mean, because no. I have certain. No, no, your your books definitely would not be considered Christian fiction. Absolutely not. <laughs> we will all be shot down by lightning and thunder and everything else. No, you have to write a whole book. It have to be clean. No fiction. About the church. What about Ayana Cherry? No, absolutely not. Not that one either. What about? Who had the Top Michael Glory? No sir. No sir. No sir. Yes. Well, I don't but, know, I mean, you know. I think you could put. I girls, think you could do it. 
them girls at St. Mary's was doing stuff way before everybody else. So I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> 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 I don't know what church you go to. <laughs> <laughs> Catholic that is tuning in. Not trying to offend anybody Catholic that is tuning in. <laughs> we got to put. We got but put y'all know, on. but y'all know, y'all heard them Catholic girls a little fast. I heard it. Mhm. Wait, hold on now. I used to go. To, I used to have a, a blood brother. We did the the knife on the finger and everything. And his grandmother was half Indian, had her own church of like nine people. She just lay hands on people. It was serious. I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it with my own eyes. But he had this cousin, and I loved going to church with them because cousin would come. <laughs> and before church, we would all meet at the grandmama's house, so we'd be over there for at least 45 minutes to an hour in the oh, back room man. waiting on the grown-ups. Boy, mm-hmm. I, her scent, I still can smell her, like that teenage scent. You know, before you mm-hmm. learn how to cover over stuff, it was that natural mm-hmm. bosom. You know, that's a oh. sweet scent, that that natural bosom scent. Mm-hmm. Before you, you put the lotion sad. on her. <laughs> okay. Say your mama. All right, Peter. All right, Peter. What page is that on and which book? <laughs> right. What, what book did that come from? Oh, my goodness. I'm telling. It's, I'm telling this now. I'm telling it's, on you. I'm like, Miss Mack, remember that true. day he was in church with Sister Sally? Well, let me tell you what happened when he was no, really. I, you know what? I wanted to ask my brother Andre. Whatever happened to Ruby? That was her name, Ruby. Mm. And uh, yeah, if I was a little bit faster, I might have been able to hit home base. But you know, we were young, so it was all all in God's time. See how the church mm-hmm. do you? You appreciate those moments. Yes, you do. So now you have all your books. You ha- you have all these books out. You are you, right. you don't you don't hide the fact that you are incarcerated. Um, now you posted uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago that you were trying to get a writing program or publishing program. Right. Um, tell right. us a little bit about that experience because I want to talk about the ability of being creative and um, when you try to have constructive things um, in the prison mm-hmm. system. That works out sometimes. Oh, man. You know, <clears throat> there's a negative and a positive. You know, I ran into a, you know, there was this cute sister. She was my intermediary intermediary between the higher-ups. And this cute mm-hmm. little shaky thing, I was just talking to my dad about this, and I described her as uh, a, a, a shelf full of curves. Everything was thick on her, her thighs, her booty, her breasts, and everything. And her little feet seemed like the last thing to hit the ground when she walked. She was a cute thing, though. <laughs> so, so, and he told me to remember that description. That's why I'm able to to recite it now because he thought it was kind of kind of kind of cool to describe her. But she was really smart. But her problem was her attitude was, "How dare you?" And it led to a larger discussion between my, me and my father about how black people treat each other in the mm-hmm. face of white people or guarding white people's property or position. We mm-hmm. seem to get. We seemed to get uppity a little bit, and I didn't mind her trying to hurry me along and tell me don't wait white folk all day, you know, don't waste white folk time. 
but I didn't expect her to kind of like shit on me a little bit in the face of it all. Mm-hmm. So I kind mm-hmm. of, you know, but the whole experience has been kind of like to just remind me, like, you know, I can understand what a sacrifice it was for Colin Kaepernick to put himself on the line and sacrifice his career for doing what he believed in. And I'm not putting what I'm trying to do on his level, but I, what I did was expose myself to the higher-ups as to who I am in an effort to help other people. The next day, the, the pigs showed up at my door, searched my cells with the dogs, and every now and then I get a new cop that says, hey, you you going in right? You know, like, I don't need that mm-hmm. kind of attention. <laughs> so that's how, how that experience is. So I have to do it a little bit informally and just get, you know, people who are really interested in, in being helped, then I help them in that way. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I, I can see what, um, you know, I have seen that, uh, Peter, where mm-hmm. people put on, I want to say, airs, you know, these right. false right. airs even. Right. And and it's not necessarily, and I think it's more so to make them look bad as opposed to making the object of their airs to look bad, you know, to make uh, them look better. Right. Right. But it's, it, right. it really is a shame that we are sometimes our own worst enemy. Yeah, you you know, and, you know. and I, yeah. It was just interesting. It was just interesting to me navigating that hierarchy because I felt like, um, you know, the white man who also knows me, who also helped put this thing together. He's a clinical psychologist. He's a doctor, and um, mm-hmm. you know, full disclosure, I see a psychologist every two weeks because I needed to make sure that I wasn't losing my mind in this mm-hmm. insane place. You feel me? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm able to to be honest about where I am now. Because what psychology has taught me is to be honest, and in being honest, I'm able to um, increase my resources in that way. So the reward comes from just being honest, not only with myself but with everyone that that cares for me. So anyway, mm-hmm. even he, when I talked to the committee, it seems like he was trotting me out as one of his. This is the first time I got this experience. I mean, I've been in corporate America and stuff like that, but never did I feel it as profoundly as I did here where I felt I was being trotted out as this is my patient. Like I was, you know, they might say this is my patient, but in there's, it almost feels like this is my prop. This is my, he represents me. Look at this nigger. Listen to him Mm -hmm. talk. You Mm -hmm. feel me? Uh-huh. So it's, but I but I got the opposite experience from the lady who should have been like, oh brother, go. Uh-huh. Right. So that was just, and, that and was you didn't. And I and yeah. I asked the questions to say because I don't think prison is there to um, help. You know what I'm saying? It's there. To, it, it's, right. it's a everybody there is a commodity. It's there to make money. Uh, and yeah, and that's what she told. That mm-hmm. because they say it's there to rehabilitate, you would think that anything constructive that you try to do should be welcome. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yet and still, they welcome everything else but anything constructive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To kind of keep you keep you guys in that position. And so, what? So when you when you went to the person and you want to do this program, right? What put right, it in right. the spirit to be able to do so and share? Um, because you've been there and you know that they may not. Uh, you know, because I've been, I just, I, my rewards have been so bountiful. Everything that I've set out to do when I wrote my first book, I have done it. 
you know, through the tumbles and the turns and the falls forward. I have accomplished everything from, you know, my resources are such that I've, I've, I've achieved all of my personal and professional goals as they stand in this position right here. So I felt like I have plenty to give. I have extras. So I felt like let me just do something else because I get pre- I get questions all the time. So I, so that's what moved my spirit. I wanted to give back in a way and put some people on because I know what I felt like when I first saw my name in print. Um, that just motivated me. So I wanted to give other brothers that opportunity as well. So did you ever think about writing a book of um, publishing or writing a book on writing to help answer those questions? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give you no. I'm not gonna answer no coin for that right there for that. that thing of spirit right there. I'm not gonna answer no coin for that. But um, you know, if you want to pass coin down uh, from the royalties after you finish writing that there, um, I will accept it. Um, you know who no wrote a good problem. book? You know who just wrote a good book? You know who just wrote a good book? Keisha Green. She just wrote a good book called Books of the Business. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, when I when I when someone like that puts out something, I feel like, you know, it's being cared for. You know what I mean? Like, I came to to write a book on writing. Like, all I would say would be three pages. I don't know how much royalties <laughs> you expect from that. All I'm, all my dad told me to do was keep writing. <laughs> You, know, you want to know how to be a good writer? <laughs> Keep writing. <laughs> That's all I You know, the first two pages are acknowledgments and, you know, whatever. And the last page, <laughs> keep writing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a nice hoax? <laughs> right. We love it. So what do you have coming on the horizon? Um, what do you have coming up? That that we can expect. Um, yeah. All right. So my next book is the family, the family Sweetwater. But I wanted to talk more exclusively about, you know, I'm always trying to steal some game. So we're in, in these negotiations, and and I tagged authors that I knew, and I hope people understand who write, um, and who look forward to having a, a contract. So here in my position, I've been fortunate to to be able to um, have my my fingers in a few different uh, my irons in a few different fires. And it has given me an, an opportunity to vertically integrate my product from the apparel to the books um, and then eventually films, and then we will have a brick-and-mortar outlet. So, uh-huh. when we're, so when we're considering new con- contracts as an author, you can't – it's almost the – there's so much room to grow in representing yourself as a novelist. It's almost like I see it as you can be a hip-hop artist but be a novelist. If you want – if that's what you want to – for yourself, because it, the room is available for that. If mm-hmm. you had a vision that included a multi-platform offering to vertically integrate your product, mm-hmm. does that make sense? <laughs> All right, let me get an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does because as an author, you are independent contractor. Yes. Basically, you are right. a business. And shout right. out to I'm glad that she she puts that out there. Even before she wrote the book, that was she puts that out there on a regular basis. Books are mm-hmm. a business, and mm-hmm. the thing is that by you being an independent contractor, that's that 10.99, not W two. You know, W two that means everybody pays for everything. You got benefits right. and you got this and you got that, but 10.99 that means that you invest in you. And a right. lot of authors 
fail to understand that when you are investing in you, sometimes you have to think outside of your mm-hmm. book. You have to think oh, outside yeah. of your vision to push your vision where you want it to go. Everything mm-hmm. in your lane is paid just for you. So so if you want right. to turn off here and take this little exit, that's okay. That exit is paid for you. If you want to turn off mm-hmm. here, take that exit. It's all mm-hmm. paid for you. You have seven streams, seven exits mm-hmm. to get off from, and they all can come back to the same thing. It's all about pushing your brand and your vision. And so right. I don't see why you can't just right. have to be able to um, – Go from here, go from here, go from here, go from here. You can do all of those things. You can do anything you put your mind to. It's all part of your brand. Your brand is just not a book. Right. And the invitation is to offer you because to define how you want to manage your career and what your depending on what your vision includes. You know, you write a new book and people tell you, man, that that book should be a movie. Well, you have to consider if you sign with a publisher, you will lose those rights unless stipulated. So for all mm-hmm. new authors, so for all new authors, you want to if you want to. This is what I mean by vertical integration. Nipsey Hussle spoke on it, and he spoke on how Jay Z has just achieved it, and how Apple Computer is famous for integration, vertical integration. They create the product, they sell the product exclusively, and they have the brick and mortar store to represent it, and they have their own distribution network. So as a novelist, I'm thinking, how can I control my product in a way that vertically integrates it and I keep 100% of the profits? So that's what I think about when I go to publish with another company. The distribution, can I get my books at every airport? What kind of distribution chain do you have? Is it worth me giving, giving up my math? Because I may want to make my own movie of my own book in the future. Mm-hmm. So these are the questions that I ask authors to consider. I know, you know, my first few contracts, I was just happy to find, you know, so I can see my book in stores. But I want authors to think now about further towards the future. And that's the and how much control do you want to have? Right. When you, when you want to have control or you don't want to have control, to me, a, the publisher is an investor. They're investing in you as a a, a project. So they're investing in you, they're investing in your pen. And the problem is, I always say this, you have to know what you know because you know it. Not because someone told you, but you have to know. So therefore, you have to research. And not just the author, but I think publishing companies have to research too. When you get those submissions, you have to research that person to make sure they're a good fit. I think that anything that you do, especially when it has to do with your vision, your dreams, everything, Every every part of it fits. Everyone you come across in your path, they fit. Whether they're there for the long term or the short term, they still fit. But at the same time, you can't um, kind of have your mind off. You have to be thinking. You have to know what it is. You have to have an understanding on everything that goes into creating a book. What is formatting? When do you format? What is it supposed to look like? Um Okay, they go on Amazon. Okay, well, how much money does Amazon take? What You have to be able to look at all of that. You have to be able to think about, okay, how am I going to sell a book? You know, when you go to different events, instead of saying how many books should I bring, you need to know, okay, how can I craft my hustle? 
to where I'm selling books not just at events, but I'm selling books while I'm on the plane, in the store, at the gas station, at the hotel, everybody I come across. Mm-hmm. Because everybody you come mm-hmm. across is is at that point in time is your audience. If you sell yourself right, if you sell your work right, if you sell your pen right, everybody you mm-hmm. come across becomes your audience at that point in time. And I think a lot of authors don't, not that they don't invest in themselves, because most of the time they do not. They're looking for somebody else to invest in them, and we ought to stop doing that too. And that's a society mm-hmm. thing, just like as women. Stop looking for a man to secure you, secure yourself. You know, because y'all going to have to secure each other at some point in time. So when you come, that's like a partnership when you go into a, a business agreement with a publisher, but you have to go in knowing the industry already. And like Peter, you did your research. You you know what is distribution. Some people don't know what distribution is. They think Amazon is distribution, and it's not. Right. Right, right, but at the right. same time that you're asking for these things, you want distribution, you want to be able to do this. Once you get it, are you going to what you going to do? Now how are you going to keep up the value? You know what I'm saying? You can have your book in 35 stores. But if you don't have people to go pick them books up in 35 stores, it's what 90 days them books is coming right back to your publisher and they're not <laughs> footing that bill, you're footing that bill. That's coming right off yeah, the royalties. Yeah. So you have to yeah. Know that what you're asking for, you have to put in that work at the same time to know that I can maintain what I'm asking for. If I want, and just to add, just, right? And just ahead, to please. add to that, you know, just to add to that, you have to have that grinders, that hustle mentality. You can't expect everything to be handed to you just because you feel you mm-hmm. need it. And that goes back to that old school hustle, like you hustle paperbacks. You see those authors out there paperback hustling. That's that yep. old school grind. You know, you have to get out there knowing that you're going to start from the ground up and not let anything stop you. You have to know your lane, and whenever obstacles come before you, you have to learn to either go through it, go around it, go above it, go under it, but you got to get through it. And those obstacles are only going to make you stronger to achieve whatever it is that you are trying to achieve for yourself. Really, because obstacles are just stressful distractions. They're just a stressful Would you distraction. Say, say that again? What you say stressful what now? An obstacle is a stressful distraction. You got distractions. You know, we got distractions where, you know, know, little stuff. But an obstacle, those are the stressful distractions. Those are the things that you think are just going to block you. But they're not really going to block you. You just have to learn, like Ms. T said, how I'm going to get around this right here. Oh, man, I welcome welcome those struggles because they teach you who you are. And, um, you know, it's like Ms. T. Said, you know, it's like Nipsey Hussle said, when you see successful people, it only tells you those who, those who could stand the pressure. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the reason why most, it's the reason why more people aren't more successful because it takes more. So my aim is to get more knowledge of myself so that I can control myself so that it would open me up to the reward and the discipline that is necessary for even greater reward. That's what the scripture Absolutely. teaches. Absolutely. So it's mm-hmm. not for anybody else to hand to us. I mean, you see the vision, you, and it, you, when, if you have vision, once you gain vision, you can see it. All you've got to do is keep stepping towards it. That's it. But it's mm-hmm. it, you know, it so true. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Can't nobody else see it. But you keep on stepping. And it might not get there when you, when you want it. It might not even get mm-hmm. there when you anticipate it. But if you keep stepping towards it, your resources will manifest themselves in a way that you can't even imagine. 
And you might think you're off course sometimes, but it's the Mm -hmm. right course. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Peter, just like like Lisa and I said at the start of our show, this is our 192nd show. When we did show one, we didn't expect to be where we are right now. We didn't expect to be an award-winning show. We didn't expect to be invited to these various events. Right, you know, so right. sometimes you don't even see your blessings ahead, but they just um they they they're there for you to to grab. You know, we didn't see yeah. where we are today when we did that show number one, and we've come a long <laughs> way. We worked hard to get where we are, and mm-hmm. and like like you said, sometimes you don't see those blessings, but they're there to be achieved. Right, right. You just got to stay and, true. And then a lot of times, mm-hmm. I call it seesaw vision, because normally you see it. Because that's why it's your vision. So normally we see what what we want. We've seen ourselves there. We we've seen ourselves experiencing like it, it felt real because it was it's our vision. I've seen myself doing this, so I know I'm supposed to do it. But the problem with seesaw vision is a lot of times we see that, but we don't see the work that has to go in between. We don't see the, the hills and valleys that you have to go through, the, the rough times, the forest, the trees that got to be cut down. You don't see all that other stuff. And that's the problem. A lot of times we get caught up in that, that, that obstacle course of life, trying to get through it. And it's like, oh, well, I'm never going to get here. You're going to get there, but you got to get through this to get there. And well, yeah, because you, you know, know yeah. that's what you're going to see. You're going to get it. You got to. Yeah, you got to welcome that challenge because it just, it's just making you stronger for what you, you're going to need that strength. You just can't get there. You just can't get to what you want without being struggled. He says just because you say you believe does not does not mean you will be will not be tested. We must determine if you are worthy of the reward we are promised to those who believe. That's what the scriptures say. Right, and things are not going to fall in your lap. Uh, that's in all in all, right. y'all. Things are not going to fall in your lap. A lot of times when you want to take on your vision, that's a change. And the first thing about change is a lot of people don't want you to change. Why? Because it requires them to change. And they don't want to change. They're not ready at that point in time in their life to change. And if you change, they have to deal with you differently. They have to move with you differently. They have to move around you differently. And sometimes you got to let them go because they don't fit anymore. So change brings a lot. It shakes up. It kicks up dust in your life um, when you say you want to change and you, you get your mind focused on, on going into a direction. But then you have to also be realistic, realistic about your position, plan, strategize. Okay, I got this, but this is what I'm trying to do. Okay, so let's see how I can make this happen. And then you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent and you have to have follow through. That means that if you mm-hmm. if you have a publisher, if you have a publicist, whoever it is, don't just put the work on them. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your grind. You grind it out. Because okay. if you leave it for somebody else to do, if they fail, it ain't on them. It's on you. If they fail, you just failed. Why? Because you didn't follow through. You made it someone else's responsibility to do what you were supposed to do with your own vision, and that's not how that was supposed mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me drop another let me drop something else I was thinking on thinking about with my decision on whether or not to to marry into a publishing. I wanted to get your opinion on this. I've done this before. Um, it, it was a time when I was getting some new some new uh, traffic on my website, and I thought it would be great. You know, I had some great Kindle reads, uh, Kindle downloads with I forget which book it was, 
But um, I, I allowed uh, Tamika, uh, was it Tamika Kane? Yeah, she had just released a, another book, and uh, she's helped sponsor that book. And um, so I wanted to revisit that, but in a more expanded form. Give me, uh, give me uh, some of your ideas on, on in your experiences uh, on how people have been able to uh, market their book through other authors with book sponsoring. Well, I'm going to say this. In any aspect of anybody sponsoring or investing in your pen, in your brand, in your vision, they're mm-hmm. investing in you, but it's just an investment. They're only going to mm-hmm. go as hard for you as you're going to go for yourself. But mm-hmm. that can't always be the end-all, be-all. You have to always, you're a business, so therefore you are now moving as a business and you have to constantly think of different directions. So when you get in contact with a publishing house and at, say you're at that point in your career, like you said, your website is doing well, you're getting a lot of hits, your books are doing well, so you're not seeking a publisher for investment. You're seeking a publisher for networking at that point in time. You see what I'm saying? Um, you're you're really networking at that point in time. I'm, I'm, I need an engine. I need right. someone yeah, that's yeah. going to add to what I already have. I don't need them mm-hmm. to create it. I don't need them to help me build it. I have it. Right. I just right. need that right. engine right. to help me push it through. And so that's why well, you have mm-hmm. to investigate. Everybody has to research. And you have to know well, that. How, how you move, that publisher has to be able to move the same way. Y'all have to really fit. I don't care if they're sponsoring, if they're investing, sponsoring, it's the same thing. Whatever they're doing, <laughs> right, right. it has what? to get you where yeah. you want to go. What is your goal with this with this partnership? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. What is your goal with the I partnership? Agree. Well, I had a um, well, yeah, and that's the whole thing, you know. The the more that we get into the negotiations, I'm realizing, like, and the more I'm advancing with what I want to do, I'm just wondering how how can it mesh? Like, say, for instance, um, um, I like Keisha Green. Keisha Green, me and Keisha Green come up come up together, and you know, and I look at uh, the Family Sweetwater as a collaborative effort, and um, you know, I want to I want to include her in it, um. I want to, uh, you know, I, I respect her. I like, I like her business sense, and uh, I want to congratulate her in some way, you know. Um, and I like, and, you know, we we just been cool for each other over the years, and I thought it would be a great opportunity uh, to see. I like to see her write the forward uh, to the next novel. So, um, so when you, right, you, what you say? What was that? A squeak? What you do? If <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all don't know, Keisha Green. Not only does she. Is she a great publicist, great PR person, great promoter? Right, right, but she is an right. author, y'all. She got a pen on her. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. she she knows the yeah. she knows books are a business. She shares the experiences that she has had, things that she has learned throughout her career. But Keisha Green mm-hmm. got a pen mm-hmm. on her. She got a dirty pen right. on her on top of that. Yes, it's dirty. I said it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when you said she's gonna write the four. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. I mean, you know, me and her, we, you know, yeah, we've been sharpening each other's blades, you know, along the way, you know, getting each other sharp, and, um, you know, we've we, we've been doing certain stuff together, and, you know, we learn from each other, you know, basically, like if we were a married couple, we'd be seasoned. Couldn't nobody come in the house and and say nothing between us, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she, um, 
Right, she has a great pen. You know, she's always innovating, always looking to. Uh, she shares my belief of returning respect uh, to the art of mm-hmm. creative fiction, respect and love to the art of creative fiction, and uh, going mm-hmm. outside the boundaries. And, and, and so, with that, um, you know, with her writing the forward, uh, it 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 it, it uh, you know, it just helps us both. And um, and then uh, what I wanted to do, I had thought, you know, you Trina with your editing services. I had thought even beyond that, offering the website, when I had to expand my bandwidth, I thought, wow, the traffic is increasing. What do, what, what, do we have an Angie's List for urban authors? Do we have a place where mm-hmm. authors can go to find an editor, mm-hmm. to find a translator, to find an illustrator, to find a book reviewer, to, you know, and, and have this thing be, in mm-hmm. rate, be rated by our peers? Do we have some place like that? So I'm thinking further right. in in, in that way, and so you know, I put the put the notion out there a few times, and I didn't get much response. But I think maybe with this offering um, to make it more, a more collaborative effort, I could jumpstart that off. Not just offering mm-hmm. space in the book or, or or services in the book, but for a nominal fee, you can have these services placed permanently on a page on my website. Now, if mm-hmm. Quan came me and say, hey, man, give me $100, and I'll put you, your book on my website. I feel like, man, good looking. Is that all? Mm-hmm. You heard right. <laughs> and there, mm-hmm. Believe it or not, everybody, it's, it's, it's your Rolodex. Everybody has a Rolodex. Right. I got a Rolodex. Right. When people come to me, and they hit me up, and they'll say, I need somebody that mm-hmm. does this. Okay, boom. I need somebody that does this. Right. Okay, boom. Right. But when, and when you're referring people, everybody has a Rolodex, and this is what I'm going to say about your Rolodex. You have to know what you know because you know it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to refer you to someone if I'm not sure on how they move or if I'm not sure on how they handle it or how they mm-hmm. or how their work would be or how they their, um, they would perform. So there are specific mm-hmm. people I go to. They may not be cheap, but mm-hmm. I know when you go to them, you're going to get what you're going to get quality. You're going to be satisfied with what you have. And I know right. that a lot of people have a Rolodex. Victoria Christopher Murray, she has Rolodexes for days of editors. So everybody has a Rolodex. And so now you're mm-hmm. saying, I want you to be part of my Rolodex, but we're going to make it public. We're going to put it on the website. And that's an affiliation, just like if you go to Amazon affiliation page. For those that don't know, I'm about to drop a quick jewel. Go to Amazon. <laughs> become an affiliate. That means that you go into a separate, kind of like a separate website, bring up your book. That means every time you post your link, you're getting paid. You're getting paid when they click it. You're getting paid when you post it because you're an affiliate. You're an affiliate of Amazon, and you sell a product on Amazon. But you can right, become an affiliate right. on, on anywhere, you, like any platform you're selling your book that has that. But that means that's allowing you to make money on top of money. Like any time you drop that link, you know that I'm getting paid either way. They click you that link money and they pay double. Huh? Are, you making money on top of, are you making money on top of money? I'm trying to. I'm trying to make sure every move I make, got a bag, my hand in the bag. Did she give me a <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make sure every move I make got my hand in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Friend of mine said to me, she said, uh, she said, how much exactly is in that bag? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I want to add, Peter, to back. I just want to yeah. go back um, for those that are, this is this is Tony, or as P 
Peter loved to call me by my government. This is Trina. <laughs> but um, I wanna I wanna go back and say you have put that out there to your various author colleagues about putting their business on your website. And sometimes when you first introduce something that that is a little unknown, you don't get as much mm-hmm. response. You know, sometimes right. they have to wait and see how how it catches in order for right. them to feel like, okay, this is worth my while. So I hope right. that in the interim that you don't give that up because I think it is a great idea that you have. It's just a matter that it's a, a rare idea. And once it takes Look, off, yeah. you may only take off of one or two. But once they see yeah. how that has been received, I think mm-hmm. in the long run, it it you'll get more traffic with it. Yeah, I got certain people in my life who tell me, just kick back, kick back. You know, I'm working at a disadvantage, but I'm so, you know, I can't sit back and just do nothing. So I'm just doing every can mm-hmm. I, everything I can do like a Hindu. You know, this is what I can mm-hmm. do from the, behind these bars, and this is what I do. But once mm-hmm. I'm out, I have very different resources. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's more to what's going on. This is why it's important for me to keep control of my stuff. Like, I have, I, before me, I'm asking people now, but before long, people will be asking me. That's right. You feel me? That's <laughs> so right. I'm they like, ask you word. For the... <laughs> I'm just doing what I can right <laughs> now. You know, I, <laughs> everything is going to change once the gate opens. You know, people are literally like, I have a story to tell. So, you know, mm-hmm. from the speaking to the entertainment company to the – like, this is just the foundation. And, and the people like you who I meet, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is everything to me. Like, we all here. That's all we need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I live in the present. But I know that my future is um, is, 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 is it's a blessing. I already see it. I, I'm Martin Luther God. Seen the mountain top. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is so bright. <laughs> wow. But it's there. It's there. It's just a matter of how high you want to climb. <laughs> yes. You know, that's all I, my hardest struggle is working on myself. Like, I know it's going to take a certain measure of discipline and strength. Like, I've been able, I've been so spiritually sound at one point in my life where I used to go into my dreams and, and control them. I can't mm-hmm. do that now. I want to get back to that because mm-hmm. I believe. You feel me? There are mm-hmm. so many things about ourselves that we don't know that I've had a glimpse of, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always struggling to get back to that control of my will, my discipline, myself, because I know that, you know, it's the scriptures tell us, know thyself, know thy Lord. And so mm-hmm. my struggle is inward. It's not for anything material. All that stuff mm-hmm. will come as long as I can get myself strong, and the stronger I am, it manifests itself in what I'm able to achieve. Absolutely. So that's my. Yeah, I'm not worried about the bottles and and the, none of that outside stuff or the act. I don't know. I write for you know people who love me and I, I want to share a story and and it just catches on and I wanted to put the the uh, the apparel with it because that's what I wrote about. Didn't you know with with a vision that was a germ. Like, I'm going to write about In Neighborly Affair, my first book. I want to write about a man who's in jail who meets a woman on the street who's looking for love and security, and she's going to help him start a clothing line. And boom, mm-hmm. there we have it. Mm-hmm. And, and it goes on for everything. Everything in a book is what's going to happen. We are going to have a, a, a sports bar and grill. We are, you know, we, we, this is my dreams have been manifesting themselves through the pages, and it don't stop. Mm-hmm. You hear me, Trina? And it's you know. Just- I hear you, and it shouldn't stop. It shouldn't stop. Right, <laughs> the right. only one that can make it stop is you, and you have no desire to make it stop. And one day uh, it will all come to fruition. 
know, oh, you guys are so motivational, so encouraging. I appreciate you. I'm <laughs> That's sure you, what we're here I'm for. Sure you, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you know here on the chat, you know, T, <laughs> she's good for these fun questions. Now, if your mom <laughs> is on the line, Miss Mack, I want you to just clutch your pearls and we apologize in advance. Any moms on the line that is making money over facts over stacks. Sorry. Um, But, child, I don't know. T, y'all, T, she come up with this stuff. And, you know, Peter, he got a a dirty pen, too. So ain't no telling what she about to ask him. I'm just about to sit back and watch the show because it's about to get good. Go ahead, T. Uh-uh. <laughs> With that introduction, man, I better come through. <laughs> I know. She sounds like the sister who left us in the back room. Like, I'm going to close the door. I ain't going to tell mama y'all back there, though. Y'all got 10 minutes. I'm coming back. Peter <laughs> got us in a closed room door. Let me find out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Peter. Well, once again, you know, we so appreciate you when you come on here and let's chat with me and Alicia. But I want you, you know, tonight is going to be a little something different for you because I don't think you've experienced this experience with us. But we're going to take, um, I'm going to give you a prop, and I want you to insert it into a scene in your book, and I want you to give this prop to Stone, one of my new book bros. Now, I want you, he's going to be in that thug-loving type of situation, and I want you to give him a word that's original and make it melt. He's going to have a prop? Tell me about this prop. Right. The he prop is a word that's original. original, honey. That's a little caramel. Oh, uh, little hard you want, candy you want, that's my candy. <laughs> I know, I what know. You want, what do you want Stone to do? You want Stone to make the candy melt where? You can put it anywhere you want. Not anywhere in particular. We'll wait. Mm. Anywhere anywhere you want. Just make it melt. You you told my mama she can't be listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) We'll wait. Mm-hmm. Huh? You need to get ready. You need to. You need to get your mind right. No, like, but, uh, the I'm word is. You know, I like. I like that caramel word. Is right. Mm-hmm. And it's shaped kind of funny. It has a dip on the on the top of it, and on the bottom mm-hmm. it's flat. So when I think about that natural smooth dip and the different texture underneath, I can't help but like everything is so sexual nowadays, right? Like mm-hmm. the men, you know, they got snicker bars, the thing, you know, it got the veins and everything. They didn't have to put them veins on there like that <laughs> on the snicker bar. Stop trying to avoid the question, child. Come on now. Come on, come on. <laughs> so now the word. Come on, get stone, so get stone in the, so the word. Let them make it. Now the word is when I eat a Werther's, like I like to put the flat part on my tongue, and 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 you know just you know I, the Werther's you just don't chew them right. So the cup right. part is on the top, but you know what would fit perfectly in that cup part? You know what would fit in that cup part. And what if it was still on Stone's tongue? We don't know who you to tell us, man. <laughs> we need you to. Now, this word is, is give on us, Stone. Give us a visual. I'm right. Saying, Come on, though, now. Like, so, she got so, thick thighs. She got so thick Lord, caramel thighs. Uh, she got thick caramel thighs, and they fresh from the shower, slightly warm from that steamy bath. And she got that good Victoria's Secret uh, lotion on her thighs that he, she needs help with. 
while he's pushing, while he's rubbing his thighs with that nice scented lotion, he also has that word that's on his tongue cupped right there in her sweet spot. The sweet knob is resting right in the center as he licks it in and licks it out and comes up and comes out with that candy resting on her special sweet knob. Does that? Can it make No one ever do another word this day. <laughs> you just you just got the mistake. <laughs> she don't want to ever feel like either word is the same again, including you, Peter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right, he he got us with the worthers, and then Black Talk got us with the taser. I tell y'all, y'all want to know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Make sure y'all check out that Black Talk uh, interview in our archives. But mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm about to go buy me a box of a, not a pack of box of worthers. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> That's some sweet candy right there. That's really nice. Just made real nice. Real nice. Like I say, I can't wait for the dodo. I have to. You're gonna have to remind. Archives, archives. That's right. Say that on archives. <laughs> Thank y'all well, for Peter, having we me. We so appreciate you for coming through the chat room. But before you leave, make sure you social. Shout out your your books and your social media and uh, where they can pick up your books at. Y'all want to know more about Peter Mac? We got uh, videos, reviews, pictures, um, bang links, social media links, bio, book links, Amazon links, review links, all at PeterMacPresents.com. You'll have fun on that site. You can go everywhere on that thing. Do anything you want to do. Rent you a, a buggy and drive around on the horse track if you want to. But it's fun, I'm telling you. PeterMacPresents.com. Have a ball. Okay. Thank you <laughs> so much, Peter, for joining us. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all have a good um, one. Good weekend. And you too, Peter. All right. Have Appreciate a good one, Peter. <laughs> later. Okay. Good night. Oh, and as always. <laughs> as always. Oh, uh-huh. hold on. What, say that again, Peter. Oh, we missed them. <laughs> oh, we missed it. Oh, we missed it. We missed it. We missed it. We get it when he come back, y'all. We want to thank y'all for tuning in to us chat. We always enjoy when Mr. Peter Mack comes on. Make sure y'all give him mm-hmm. that support. Go out there and get y'all one click pop, and you will not be disappointed by his dirty, crafty pen. <laughs> Absolutely not. He has a great series. Any one of those books that has Peter Max's name on it, you will not be disappointed. Help a brother out and support him. And in the process, enjoy a good read. Absolutely. And we will see y'all next week. Wait, let me make sure. Okay. Pull up a little. Yes. Okay, so next week we have Metaphorically Speaking, which is a group that's going to be on on next Thursday, so I'm excited. And then on the 25th, oh my God, it's going down because we got Silk White in the building. Um, actress Marcy. Marcy. I always mess up her name, but she is an mm-hmm. actress. She's going to be on this new, uh, I want to say NBC show. And she's mm-hmm. going to be on, and we're going to have Vincent M. Ward. He's going to be kicking in the chat room door. So I'm excited, excited, excited. For what we have coming We're going to be a little choppy with our shows Because we have events coming up Like I told y'all June, Mm -hmm. make sure y'all are here 
in Atlanta, Georgia. It's going to be the Writers Weekend Everything. Every author you can think about is going to be here in Atlanta. And if you are in the Detroit area, next month on the 19th of May, make sure you all check out the Hood Books. They have a grind, Hustle and Grind, which is their first mm-hmm. annual Grind. They're going to have every author you can think about in the city of Detroit. It's going down, it's going down. And then, of course, T and I will be in uh, Louisiana at the Essence Festival at the beginning of July. So I'm excited. Oh, and then we'll be back at the end of July, back in Atlanta for the Atlanta Kickback. So we're excited. Lisa, I got it. Somebody was listening on the show. She just put a post. She said, I'm about to go buy me a bag of words. <laughs> Everybody, everybody going to buy a box. They're not going to get it back. Just like that's up. You gonna get there and you are gonna say that's the biggest size y'all got. Well, how much for it? Sonia, because oh my god, she just cracked me up. I'm about to go buy a bag. Buy me a bag. Right. I hear you, Sonia. You're not alone, girl. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Chat. We will see y'all soon as we are out and about. Make sure y'all tune in, and we out. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Take my hand